Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. On this episode, you have two team members from Sharp Best Health. I'm Janice, and we also have Emily here with me today. Hi, everyone. Before starting this podcast, we would like to share with you all that our team created six well-researched modules on building resilience and cultivating joy. You can find those on SharpNet by searching Cultivating Joy, and these modules were especially crafted during this challenging time to complete at your own pace. We'll add these details to the show notes for this episode. Emily and I are going to dive right into the subject of social wellness, specifically on the topic of social connectedness and improving positive relationships. First, I wanted to give an introduction in regards to what a positive relationship is, and Emily will go into why it matters. So let's begin. Research at Gallup suggests that those who cultivate positive relationships with others in close proximity to them experience better physical and mental health. We all have different levels of comfort when it comes to social interaction. For example, those of us who are introverts may prefer company of our own family or with one or two friends, while those of us who are extroverts thrive on collecting large groups of friends to socialize with. How do you go about building strong, healthy, positive relationships? One way to find out is by asking yourself, who is in my front row? We are especially influenced by those who are closest to us, our front row. And don't forget to surround yourself with people who make you laugh. If joy had a sound, it would likely resonate as laughter. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Janice, for sharing what a positive relationship is and sort of setting that foundation. Um, And then I'll kind of touch on really quickly about why it matters. So as humans, we are all hardwired to be social and to connect with people, and we need healthy relationships. And we are trying to find new ways to feel better, to be happy, and to be socially connected during a time of social isolation. Even though being connected can pose new challenges when we aren't able to be in person with people, it's important to look for new ways where we can be connected. So this may look like using technology, maybe your smartphone, if you have a laptop, Zoom, and it's a way to be creative. It's <laughs> We're all having to adjust and learn new ways to mm-hmm. be still connected because even though it, we can't be together in person, that doesn't negate our innate um, need and desire to be connected as people. So some of the benefits of staying socially connected, especially during hard times, is that social support can help increase your self-esteem. It can enhance your mental wellness. It can promote healthy behaviors and it can help you better handle stress, right? Mm -hmm. So you have people to relate to, to talk through not only the challenges of the current moment, but also to talk about the good things that are happening in life, hear about what else is going on in other people's world. And so this allows you to collaborate, to work together, to get new ideas, 
And this isn't new news. We're just having to figure out how to do it a little bit differently now. Relationships make life enjoyable. Simply put, um, we are all wired to be social beings. So we are all looking for new ways to meet that need. Yeah, thank you, Em, for sharing about why um, positive relationships matter in life. And I'm going to briefly touch on a few ways to form positive relationships. So first and foremost, you know, being a good listener, we all desire to be heard and understood, but few of us are taught to be a good listener. So rather than thinking quickly of a, of a response when someone is speaking to you, the next time a friend needs you to listen, do just that and listen. Mm-hmm. Another one I'd like to point out is asking the right questions. Some of you may know this as feedback loop. For example, when you're going through a um, fast food uh, drive-through, the person on the, on the restaurant end will repeat your order to make sure that they clearly heard what you were ordering and that it was correct. So the best way to let people know that you hear them is by making sure that we understand what they're saying by asking questions and getting more clarification if needed. And lastly, another one I'd like to share is to remember things that are important to others. Um, Here at Sharp Healthcare, our company takes pride in the Sharp experience. For example, do you remember the last time someone you've only met a couple times used your name in a conversation with them? Remembering small things like this actually makes a big difference in someone's life. It's actually the first step to relationship building. I know, for example, when I'm at a restaurant, I typically will ask the waiter or waitress what their name is, um, just to kind of get that personal touch in. And also, their attention I feel like they focus more um, when you call them by their by their name obviously yeah absolutely so for more tips on how to improve your uh, positive relationships be sure to visit the modules again we'll, we'll post the details on how to find them on sharpnet and so you can find out for more information on that perfect thanks Janice I think one of the things I really liked what you said is the idea of the feedback loop when we're in person mm-hmm. it's it can be easier to read people's facial cues and to sort of show the other person that you're listening. But right now, most of our interactions are on the phone or, I mean, even still with Zoom or Skype, sometimes there can be a delay. So I'm sure this is even more important right now because then it really communicates that somebody is listening to you and they understand what you're saying. um, And it kind of helps make up for some of that lost face-to-face cues that you'd get naturally Mm -hmm. from speaking with somebody. So thanks for sharing these tips, Um, Janice. I wanted to share quickly about some ways, some ideas of how you can stay socially connected while we're social distancing. So I tried to think a little bit out of the box (laughs) with these ones. Um, I think that we are all at this point pretty familiar with you know, using the technology that we have to stay connected with people. So that's mm-hmm. great. You know, using um, Skype, Zoom, texting, FaceTime, email, all these sorts of communication channels to stay connected. Um, so I wanted to provide or share rather some maybe more creative ways that you can be connected. So this first tip um, or idea I actually heard or thought of from listening to the news earlier this week, there is a um, drive-in movie theater that has just opened up in the South Bay. I know it's been there for a while, but I think it shut down at the beginning, but now it's open again. And you can go, 
as long as you stay in your car mm-hmm. um, and the, the snack bar and all that is closed down. But this may be a fun idea to connect with friends or family. You can all get in your own separate cars and drive down there. Maybe park in the spots next to each other and watch a movie together. So you're still socially distanced. You're in your own car, but you still sort of have that experience where your friends or your family are mm-hmm. next to you. Um, even just this may be an idea just to get out of the house. <laughs> that sounds um, good. If you're looking for something new to do that doesn't necessarily involve technology, although I guess <laughs> a, a movie theater is technology, but you know what I mean. It's getting you out of your house. So that may be a fun idea. I know there's also a movie, drive-in movie theater in Santee. I don't think they're open um, yet, quite yet. This is, we're recording this in mid-May, but you can always check their website Mm -hmm. to see um, if and when they will open. Another idea is, so this is using technology, but it's kind of a, a fun use of technology. It's using a app called House Party. And so the idea would be here is you could host a virtual game night. So you can get your friends, your family on this app. You can have up to eight people in the app um, and it's free and you can play all sorts of fun games. So some of the games they have on there are Heads Up, Trivia, Quick Draw, which is like Pictionary. And there's a game called Chips and Guac. So I actually had to look this up because I wasn't sure what that Mm -hmm. meant. It's similar to if you play the game Apples to Apples, where there's a right. card, and then you have to, everybody submits a card that they think best meets that description. Um, so this is just a fun idea if you want to, on a Friday night or Saturday night, get a bunch of your friends together to play games. Um, that, that is also a, an idea. And then another uh, third idea is to start a virtual book club. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy reading or there's a certain book that you'd like to read while you're in quarantine, or maybe like me, you have a stack of books that you've been <laughs> to get to and you just need mm-hmm. some extra encouragement and motivation to read. Um, you could always get together some of your friends or your family members and uh, plan on doing some sort of virtual book club. Or they have the audiobooks as well. Oh, that's a great idea. So that, that's a good way of, it's kind of a kill, not, not to kill, not kill two birds with one stone, but you are reading and keeping your mind engaged. Right. Reading can be a huge stress reliever. And then you get to be socially connected to talk about it and debrief the book. Um, I did want to say and touch on the idea that being over-connected, over-connected is a possibility. We have endless opportunities to connect with each other virtually, Mm -hmm. uh, whether, you know, be through phone or text, email, social media, Zoom, Um, it can start to feel overwhelming, um, especially if you are filling a lot of your time with staying connected with people. And again, it is so good, but just be mindful of your, how you're handling it well, or, or how you're handling it, because don't, don't forget that you, it's good to take time for yourself to, um, and to participate in activities outside of technology. So just be aware of that as well. I know I had to kind of take a break from uh, Zoom calls outside of work and long phone calls just for a couple days. You're so popular. Um, because it felt like my whole day was kind of being filled with it. And it was so good. 
Um, but it can be, there's, you know, there's too, there can be such a thing as too much of good one thing. So that's, yep, I agree with you. So there's you a happy, I, yes. And there's a happy need of one good thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So those were my, my, uh, hopefully creative and out of the box <laughs> ideas, um, for staying connected. Yeah. Thanks. Em. And I think you've also been doing a little bit of embroidery that you shared with me. So you've kind of take it, taken on a craft. So, you know, sometimes if friends are crafty, they may want to share, you know, oh, I made this or help me crochet this or something like that. It might be thinking out of the yeah, box. Exactly. And also uses, you know, different areas of the brain that might be stimulated. That's a good thing. But you are right about being overconnected. I myself have been baking and dropping off goodies such as to my teammates and to the neighbors that I live um, around my cul-de-sac here. But, um, you know, that's kind of kept me and it's not even just, you know, eating all these baked goods that I've made. It's more me just sharing. And if I just need to be able to deliver as a curbside pickup, at least I could see, you know, the smiling faces that I miss so much. That's a really quick way that I could peek at my friends and say hello. Um, so thank you, Emily, for joining me today on this episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Again, you can learn more about this module. It's called Positive Relationships and Social Support and Other Ways to Boost Resilience and Cultivate Joy by searching Cultivating Joy on SharpNet. And we'll put that in our show, note, show notes to remind you all. So we hope you all enjoy this episode and we um, hope you tune in next week to a whole new episode. So have a great day, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on SharpNet.com.